Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compre con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. It's Rusty Diamond. Motherfucker! Yo, man. Representing. That's, that's how I, I like to start things, man. Podcast, podcast number uh, April 25th. Yeah, that's that, that correct, I believe, if you say so. Right. Uh, it's my, my phone, I can assume that's the correct date. I'm yeah. not 100% sure. Well, I mean, I guess it just also depends when you put it up, you know, you might put it up in... Oh uh, yeah, it might be a long time, man. Yeah, so... But now I'm starting to jump around with my episodes, man. I had it in a very fucking linear order, man, and, like, I wouldn't, like, go away from that at all, man. So everything was, like, totally sequential and shit, and now it's, uh... I decided, fuck it, man, so... <laughs> it might come up later, it might be, uh... in three months. Oh, by the way, um, I found one of Buzz's slippers in my car this morning. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I forgot he had slippers, man. Yeah. Why? I don't. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. But I, I, I remember seeing him take everything out of his bag uh-huh. in Troutdale, and I did see him take his shorts out of his bag. So his shorts are at the the ring. Oh, they're at the. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just didn't want to say anything because he was like. We weren't going back there. Right, and he was like, if I can't find my weed, we're going back. And I'm like, uh, I don't know about that, like. Yeah, dude, we were out in down, or like what, southeast over the Burger King by the Hawthorne Bridge. And, uh, 
Yeah, by that time it was, no, dude, we're fucking two seconds away from where we're dropping you off and John Dale's fucking it 20 minutes. It would have, yeah, it would have taken, it would have taken like 20 minutes to get back out to the ring. Yeah. It would have taken like 45 minutes if I dropped you off first, which if Buzz made me go out to Troutdale, I wanted to take you home first. But also, like, it was like 10 o'clock. Yeah. And that's when everyone leaves. So. Yeah, and it would have been, yeah, it would have been locked. They're right. not leaving that shit unlocked. Right. It's fucking ring in there, man. They're gonna have long train of fucking people fucking carrying it out for fucking six hours, man. It's a small job. Yeah, and Buzz is like the person that you can't just say, like, this is how it is. Like, he has to see, like, he would have to go out there to see that it was locked. Like, we couldn't just be like, hey, it's locked. It's no use. But I need my shorts. Or whatever. What happens, man? Some people are like that, man. When I guarded that Walmart, dude, and I told people the shit was closed, and they still wanted to check for themselves, dude. Go up to the fucking door, man. The parking lot's empty. Their lights are on inside. I understand that their lights are on inside, but their parking lot is completely empty, and you're the only car here, and there's a guy standing out front saying the place is closed. You know, I have better things to do on Christmas than fucking hang out in the middle of nowhere at Walmart. I know. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of nice though, man. It was it was a good way to spend Christmas. I had a good time. <laughs> Christmas is a good day to film stuff in public when you want everything to be closed. Yeah. Like without permits and shit, you just fucking go out there, man. That's a really good idea. Me and my buddy did that, and we we did a skit where we were roommates because his roommate was gone, and I I went to his place for, like, Christmas Day, like, went there at, like, 10 in the morning, and, um, we were doing a, you know, like, a short skit where, like, we were looking for each other for, because it was Christmas, and, um, like, uh, we can't find each other, like, I'm looking at the local, like, bagel shop, and, like, going by, like, the grocery store and, like, the bar, and he's going to this place and this place, and we're looking all over, but then, like, we finally, like, check each other's bedrooms, and, like, that's... And like, oh, that's, you're here all the time, yeah, man. Like, Should have checked here first. Yeah, I just went out, and here you were, man. And then we ran, like, we played, like, we did, uh, like, Christmas, like, Bob Dylan Christmas renditions and stuff, you know, like, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle All the Way. And, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna segue into something else, but, oh, okay. okay, like, you know when you meet someone new, like, yeah, I don't know if that's ever happened with me before. <laughs> I just kind of knew everybody already. I just kind of knew everybody already. Well, eventually they want to know, like, what you're into, you know? And so I, I decided, like, when I meet someone, I'm just going to, like, come out of the gate and say, like, you know, I'm Brian. Like, 
I'm Brian. I like techno and professional wrestling. Yeah, sometimes that works. Sometimes it's absolutely horrible. <laughs> usually it's, it's horrible. Usually, usually that's that's my life, dude. So I meet this girl, and um, and, okay, and this is why I hate John Cena. All right. So I meet this girl. We're talking, and you know she's telling me how she's nerding out to this one anime, like uh, Mushishi something. Um, I don't. I used to, I used to play Pokemon like ten years ago, but Ghost in a Shell and Ninja Scroll, like I know a few names, but um, Shuffle <laughs> a little Pokemon knowledge. Yeah, you know, get that holographic Charizard from the starter pack. But I used to, why well, I, I used to hustle the kids in the neighborhood for their Pokemon cards for keeps. That was pretty cool. Oh, nice. But, yeah. This was after the the Pog. Uh, yeah, it was after the pods, and you, you had something new to fucking steal from the fucking neighborhood I, kids. I didn't have the I didn't have the brain power for magic, so I stuck with the Pokemon. And so they, that's what Pokemon was. It was sort of the because I I never got into Pokemon. Yeah. I played Magic for three weeks, and then I fucking had this big stack of cards, and I like oh, this game is not for me, man. Yeah. So yeah, but so Pokemon was more the. Yeah, I mean, you only had when I got into it. There was only um, there was only like 151 Pokemon, so like you only had that many character cards, and then you had like the booster cards, and each character had like certain hit damage and certain health, and certain elements were stronger against other elements. Like water was strong against fire. So it's the same thing, but rather than like mythological stuff, it's like anime stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and, and, okay. and tone way down. Because magic was just like... Boom! Just way out there. And there was a lot going on. and Like thousands of cards. Yeah. My understanding. Yeah, know? there was a lot, man. Especially later on. Like, so yeah, when it started out, I mean, there wasn't... There was like three or four decks. It was like a red deck, a blue deck, a black deck, and maybe something else. Mm-hmm. Green deck. They all had different things. This was like when I was in sixth or seventh grade, I think yeah. maybe somewhere in there uh, when it came out, and might have been fifth grade. But dude, it was it was some weird stuff, man. It was uh, it was around that time of Mist. Was that you? I was talking about with Mist. Yeah. Yeah, it was like at the same time. It's like let's put Mist in Magic. Ooh, man, what's what's going on here? Mid nineteen nineties. Oh my gosh, Mist. That game drove me crazy. I think uh, that's when I first had like first began having issues with blood pressure. I'm like ten years old and like like having like just yeah having a fucking stroke from high blood pressure <laughs> from that game. But uh, yeah, so the kids on the street they would modify the rules and play for keeps. And it was just like the better cards that you wager, the better chance you had of winning. But if you lost, you lost your cards, you know. So I would just come out of the gate, holographic Charizard, holographic Blastoise, you know, uh, uh, just the the top top uh, fully evolved Pokemon, and I would just destroy the kids and keep their cards and. You know, and 
that created a lot of issues because then they would like cry to their parents and you know I'm like 15, 16 years old and they're all like 12, 13 and it seemed like I was bullying them but they were always like you want to play Pokemon, play for keeps with the modified rules? I'm like alright, yeah. sure, yeah I'll take your cards. If that's how you're playing you know I'll, sure I'll do it. It's, I'm not gonna don't be crying, man, when I fucking take all your cards. Yeah, but, uh, okay, anyways, backtrack. Why I hate John Cena. Oh, yeah, yeah, John okay. Cena. <laughs> so I meet this girl, you know, she's telling me, she's nerding out to, uh, Mushishi, this anime show, and she's telling me about it, and I'm like, no, she's like, you like it? I'm like, oh, I've never really heard of it. She's telling me about it, I'm like, you know what, we all have to nerd out to something. Like, if you don't nerd out to something, anything, you know, then you're not, you're not human, you know, like, you don't have, like, you haven't pinpointed, like, a passion, you know, some people nerd out to Star Wars, some people nerd out to, um, well, like, cars, if you're, like, a, you know, a wrench monkey or whatever, like, ooh, a 67 Chevy, like, yeah, so, <laughs> So she asks me, what do I nerd out to? And I said, professional wrestling. You know, and, um, and then I start explaining it to her, you know, ultimately it's the good guy against the bad guy. The good guy, the crowd cheers for the bad guy. The crowd boos for. If they don't elicit any reaction, then, then they're, they just suck as a wrestler. Like, they need to work on their craft and you know, I'm explaining to her, like, you know, just, it's like a movie, like, sometimes you gotta just, like, let yourself, like, it's cool when you know, or it's cool when you don't know if they are actually hurt or not. You just hope that they're not, you know, like, oh, that looked like it hurt. Oh, and he's holding his face, like, just right, like, he can really be messed up. And, oh, he's finishing the match, like... He's de digging deep within, and and um, and then she says, "So John Cena's a good guy." I'm like, damn it! Yes, like of all the people you could mention, you mentioned motherfucking John Cena, and she was like, "Well, then what about the guy with the orange hair?" <laughs> like, oh, Seamus. Like, yeah, he's a good guy, too. And then she was like, wasn't Stone Cold a bad guy? And then I was like, all right, she, she's not as... She knows a little bit more about wrestling than she leads on. Well, drop, yeah, drop... I mean, Stone Cold's still, like... A lot of people know Stone Cold, but still, that's a step. Uh, like, with John Cena, like, everyone knows John Cena. Like, everyone back in the day knew fucking... Hogan. Hogan, and everybody, like, knows, uh, The Rock and Stone Cold, probably. I mean, like, that shit was fucking... That's when it was just... Pretty huge, like, that yeah. was, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I mean, now, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, The Rock and fucking Austin were huge, dude. Yeah, and I explained to her, I was like, you know, like, the cool thing about wrestling is, like, even, like, the hard, like, the most, like, hardcore fans that are like in the loop of what's going on um, 
like there's still room for surprise like when Hogan joined the NWO like, oh dude yeah like, like everybody knew that like Hogan was the man he was the good guy of good guys for a long long he, time he was he was like the Seinfeld of stand up like he's like the wrestler's good guy yeah. you know can you imagine if Seinfeld just went and fucking turned dude <laughs> just started <laughs> dropping like F-bombs and talking about like penetration and stuff like I would totally go see that <laughs> <laughs> oh it would be a breath of fresh air but but um that and then I also told her I was like I explained to her Undertaker's streak and I was just like everybody knew that Undertaker was gonna win at Wrestlemania 30 like yeah. there was no doubt about it. You wanted to see the match, even though you everybody everybody wanted to see the match. People got WrestleMania just to see it because they knew he was gonna win. Yeah. And he lost. Yeah. Like that's the type like that's that's just you, I can appreciate that because you know Dude, I didn't I mean I was like, Okay, that's that's fucking cool. <laughs> I was just like, like what? Like it moved me emotionally. Yeah, dude, and yeah, someone who's fucking been around, like, you know, a little bit, like, at least a little bit, man, like, seen some things, man, like, yeah, that fucking blew my fucking head, dude. I was just like, what the hell happened, and, you know, there's not, I'm not always shocked. Right. Well, you know, that fucking, that's the most recent memory thing that fucking shocked me. Like, I mean, the Hogan thing fucking shocked everyone. Well, I mean, other than that, like, what else? What, those two points and then what other, um, what other moments in wrestling were, like, really awe, awe moments? Uh, none that I can think of. I mean, those are the only two that fucking, like, stick out in my head of just, like, you know, from that, you know, good guy to bad guy fucking turn right there, man. Like, those are the only two that really, really stick out. Right, other than, like, shocking deaths, you know, like Owen's death or right. well, this or that, but, like, storyline-wise. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that, I don't know if that was storyline what happened. <laughs> like explaining it to him, they're like, and then everyone's gonna think that you're gonna come down from the rafters, but really you're gonna fall. Okay, let me get this right. <laughs> let me, I don't want to fuck this up. Uh, okay, I think we got this. Just drop. Sure, sure. I'm gonna die. Yeah. We, yeah. That's what we have written in the script, but you never know. Things could change yeah. at the last second. I'm going to go to heaven, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. You're positive about this. You're not fucking with me. No. You're not ribbing. This isn't a rib, right? Go on ahead. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. All right, okay, I'll do it. Fuck it. And here, here we are fucking 15 years later. Right? That was quite a while ago, yeah. Over the top, 99 or something? Yeah. God dang, god dang, god dang. I got pulled over yesterday. Oh shit. By a cop. No, wait. 
You got pulled over, and it was by a cop. <laughs> Actually, it was an old lady in a golf cart. Cool, man. <laughs> This yeah, I was, what happened? Well, I'm like, I'm, I'm minding my own business, driving up TV Highway, like, oh shit, jamming out to some, some freaking Lady Gaga, naturally, and, uh, and then I noticed the cop behind me after like five minutes, and at first I was like, oh, it's just a jeep, but I'm just like driving, just like for the applause, 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 I do applause, so of course me being like the super paranoid draw attention to myself like I have a pound of weed in my trunk. I turn the radio down, I go back to 10 and 2, like roll my window up, totally like get his undivided attention. And then uh, I'm driving and um, I had to go up, like I was going to go up like 10 blocks and then turn right and go to the bank, but instead I turned early and it was like a four-way stop. And I stopped and then went through into the bank. And then when I was getting out of my car, he pulled up behind me and had his lights on and walked up. And uh, I was like, hey, what's up? And uh, well, like I was getting out of my car and then I saw him. So I rolled my window up and I was like, hey, what's up? And like handed him my license. And he's like, you rolled through that stop. And I was like, no, I didn't. He's like, yeah, you did. I was like, whatever. Like, here's my license. And then, then I gave him... <laughs> this is the best part. I gave him my insurance card, which expired a week ago. Oh, fuck. But I was just like, oh, I was like, here's my insurance. And he's like, you know, you know, it expired on the 16th. And I was like, oh, well, I can pull up the updated one on my phone if you want. He's like, no, no, that's fine. Just, just print it out. I was like, okay. And then he was like, do you have a registration? And I handed him my license, or my, the title, which I haven't switched over into my name yet and one thing that I noticed like when you buy a car like don't put in the date of sale because then that starts when you have to register the vehicle under your name right you just sign it and um because I bought it in December and you know it's, it's been a few months yeah so I'd have to pay whatever the late fee is, you know, each month you have to pay like another like 60 bucks or whatever, it's ridiculous. So, I gave him that and he's like, well how long have you had the car? And I was like, oh, just like two and a half weeks. Okay, make sure you get that switched over. It's like, alright. Well, now you gotta... Well. Well, long you're gonna get pulled over by the right. same cop. Right. And, I mean, I should do it soon, but... It's just, I, I kept putting it off, and, and then I lost my job, so I was like, well, I'm not going to, I'm going to save expenses where I can, but, yeah, I mean, that's no excuse, because there's a lot of cops out in that area. Oh, no shit, dude, that's what I was saying, as soon as you said TV heaven, I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. Fucking, do you retain a Washington County cops, dude? They're fucking, they're one of the hardest ones to deal with, dude, like, besides, uh, you know, like, I don't know. I always think, uh, like, Beaverton, you really have to watch yourself, fucking Westland, you really have to watch yourself, um, and then after that, it's like, those are like the two spots you have to watch yourself the most, at anywhere in the metro area, yeah. as far as cops, we're like, we're, I mean, there are parts of both cities where you have a little bit more leeway, but you never know, like, right. what's gonna happen, 
in either one of those places, and it's just, it's life, man. Like, you can go out and most of Portland and just fucking do whatever. I'm not condoning doing whatever, but, you know. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's stupid, because it's like, they just, they need to make weed legal. Right. They need to make it so you can smoke in public. They treat it like cigarettes or whatever. Right. You know, just don't be a dick if there's, you know, that's common. Yeah, if you're not, you wouldn't, you wouldn't suck down a a freaking fat cigar in a crowded circle of individuals, you know, you're not going to suck down a blunt in, in the same situation or whatever, like... Yeah. But if you're walking down the street, there should be no reason why you can't fucking smoke a fucking blunt or a joint or something. Right. Just don't fucking stop. That's the one thing, like, unless you're in a spot that's far away, but if you're in a spot that's, like, in public, it's a lot better to walk around than fucking stand in a spot. But if... I don't know. It's, it's at your discretion most of the time. But sometimes, like, if... Cause I, you know, I'm going around at night, like, on my bike and stuff, and, you know... I can pick up on when people are burning, you know, some people just not picking good spots, uh, which I can't say much because I fucking pick some bad spots, but, you know, I always think walking around is better. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it is too, because like when you smell it, when you smell it, uh, well, when I smell it, I, I try to like see where it's coming from, right. I'm curious, I'm looking around, and if the source is the same spot for like five minutes or whatever like you could be if you catch a walk you could probably pinpoint it yeah you know you could smell if it's coming from above you behind you the left or the right and if someone's walking then that uh you know that point where the three the x y and the z graphs meet you know that matrix of of the emission of odor or whatever is it's coming from a... It's constantly moving, so... The the perspective of finding it is... Uh, moving as well. And if it's in the same spot, then... It's just... Way easier to find it, and... Not that people are out... Trying to, to find it, but like... St. Patrick's Day, like... 2010... Me and three of my buddies... We're, we went out drinking, like, it's St. Patrick's Day, you go out drinking, and, um, we're, we're just walking down, downtown Portland, just walking down the street on St. Patrick's Day, and my buddy opens, you know, he's got a, a tin of, out, or an Altoid tin full of joints, opens it up, fires one up, and we're just passing it, and me, being, like, the paranoid person that I am, I'm like, oh, we shouldn't do this, we're, like, we're, like, walking downtown, like, my buddy's like, dude, we're walking, and it's Portland like downtown Portland like don't worry about it and we're just like passing it back and forth and um we come up behind these people and it's like a dude and his girlfriend and her mom or whatever and uh we walk up behind them and they don't see right away that we're behind them but they are like oh smells like someone's having a good time and then we just like walk past them and they're like oh I guess it's them and we just keep walking and it was just like nobody really gave a shit yeah you know and I think if they just made weed legal like just 
they could turn the economy around if they did that. There would be a lot less alcohol-related issues, and um, it would make a lot of people happy, I think. And dude, it's a fucking completely different, like, you know, state, like, uh, as far as bars and, you know, or people smoking, people drinking, it's a lot, a lot easier to deal with people smoking, I don't mind fucking, people have a whole puff uh, walking around town, it doesn't bother me, but I guess that's because, I don't know, I'd rather fucking see that than someone, uh, with, uh, bottle in a bag or whatever uh, but now people have those little bait pens and shit and everyone's fucking hitting those all the time I see those all over the fucking place yeah but is it is it is it what's in the bait pen well the ones that are like the uh the ones you burn flowers with uh as opposed to the ones where it's like the, the nicotine syrup you can, you can tell a little difference you can and there's you know you can assume I guess is more the thing uh you can assume with those that people are smoking some sort of, uh, I guess not a flower, some oil, but uh, the extract of the flower. Uh, some good shit, though, man. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just fucking different. Yeah. Different thing, man. Like, uh, when I went to Mexico, I was on a cruise, uh, like, 2003. And, uh, it's like the second day, and I didn't have any fucking herb, because, like, I had to fly down to Long Beach, and then take the fucking cruise out from there, so I'm like, how the fuck am I gonna fucking bring weed on the airplane, and go down to California, and then take it from there, so, uh, like, the second night, I went up, might have been the first night, but I went up, um, out on the deck to smoke a cigarette, and, uh, I I fucking got that, got that smell, dude. So, I like, I uh, go up, I like look around, and I see up on the very top deck, there's a group of like seven or eight people fucking smoking a fucking joint. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going up there. So I'm up there, and I fucking met these people, and, I, and then uh, we all started hanging out. It was one of the people that were like around my age, and, uh, I went out, like, when we were down in Mexico one day, I forgot where we were, I think we were in maybe Puerto Vallarta or something, but, like, when we got back, go, we're going back onto the boat, like, I don't know, it's just weird, it's like, the boat isn't really customs, like, you don't have to really, you know, check stuff in, and, yeah, so you just, like, walk in, and so I had, I had stuff in my, uh, I had those, uh, swim shorts that have like underwear like inside on it and just fucking stuffed it in there man uh, and went, went back onto the onto the boat and it was cool for the rest of the uh, rest of the trip yeah kind of made friends with everybody uh, that way but yeah, man, like, I, I smell that shit, dude. I fucking went up there, dude, and I'm like, mm, okay, I got that fucking, I know where that's gonna be. And, you know, saw a group of people standing in a circle up on the top. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's those people. So I just went right up there, and... No, not now I fucking... I don't know, it was weird, man. And then, like, a couple of people up there ended up being from, uh, from Beaverton. 
<laughs> and we're friends with one of my friends. Wow. Yeah. It was weird shit, man. And so, like, I go up there, like, yeah, we're from, Be- from Beaverton. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. That's <coughs> Like, from West Lynn. And it's like, yeah. Well, just imagine, too, if they had, like, um, like, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if they would. Um, sell, like, say that, okay, say weed's legal, and then, and, and you're allowed to smoke it in public, and then they regulate it like alcohol, and then they have clubs, or we'll call them lounges. Discotheques. Discotheques, alright, discotheques, <laughs> I like that. So, I mean, it would be, they, they would have, um, I mean, it wouldn't be wise to, to mix to serve alcohol at the discotheques, right? But it would be cool. It would be cool if they had, um, you know, just various discotheques where you come in and you can buy, you know, for for five bucks buy a joint, you know, or right. but ten bucks for a top shelf, or and then you tip the waitress a dollar or whatever. Well, that you know that could. They don't like having them like in the same place. Like the only way you can do it is if you have like a card or something, and you can be able to buy the stuff there, and then um, consume it however you may consume it. Uh, but like, there's this place that was up in Vancouver, BC, called Blunt Brothers, and uh, that place was pretty wild. Uh, I went up there. I'd go up there a good amount of times. Uh, so it was, you know, that's sort of the touristy thing to do. And you can fucking smoke up, like, you know, it's like here now, basically, is what Canada was in, like, 2000, between 2001 and 2005 or 2006. I had a buddy who was... Um, he went to school up at, at UBC because he was, he, was, he was a Canadian guy, but then he, he ended up going to school up there because it was cheaper because he was, I think, still a citizen or something. But, um, so he went up there, but this Blunt Brothers place, dude, was fucking, it was cool. It was like, uh, they had these big couches that were like these couches, these big leather fucking things you just sink into and you can, uh, like, you can just smoke in there, dude, like it's a whole big fucking, it's like a, uh, like, kind of like a sports bar type of place. Not like sports bar, but like a cafe type of place, I guess. Uh, discotheca. Discotheca, you know, it, yeah, it was like just a whole bunch of little booths and shit to sit down at, and then, you know, but there was this little tiny room that was like, you know, as big as a fucking, a little bigger than a closet, and that's where you smoke cigarettes. You smoke cigarettes in like this little tiny room, dude. This little enclosure is like, like, maybe like three, four foam booths put together, man. It's like dimly lit, like poor yeah. ventilation, yeah. there's cigarettes only. Yeah, it's just like from the front door, it's like in the far, like the place goes straight back, and it's like in the, the back part of it, and like the rest is everyone just like smoking shit. Like, uh, you know, you can buy like, papers there and stuff and uh but the bud you had to go next door like one of the times I went there 
Um, I think my buddy was gone, and I yeah, because it was later on. Um, I went up there, stayed at this place that was advertised in uh, in high times. No, yeah. maybe it was the time. I think no, maybe it's time before that. One time I stayed at this place that was advertised in high times, and that was fucking weird. Weird fucking place, man. Uh, I go in there and, like, we paid for our shit, like, with $100 bills and shit, and, uh, like, since we paid for it, this guy fucking took, like, a whole bunch of, like, pure, like, molly and shit, like, fucking crushed it up, took a $100 bill, fucking snorted the shit. He's like, what do you guys need for the night? <laughs> like, oh man, this is going to be fucking crazy shit. <laughs> Here we go. But uh, the time before that, so we were at Blunt Brothers. And uh, so next, well, very closely located, there was a uh, Hells Angels chapter. And they told us to go there to get the fucking shit to get the weed yeah. and so we go up there we have to like walk up these stairs and like there's a security camera thing to like get let in and shit and you go and you ring this doorbell and you can only go into this like front little room but there's all these like like seven or eight bikers some are like playing games on the computer some are just standing there <laughs> Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compra con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. You go in there and you're like, yeah, we want, like, you know, like, like we got, like, a half ounce or something, oh, you know. Uh, and there was, what, like, four or five of you? Yeah, but a couple, uh, oh, it was, like, I think it was, yeah, maybe four of us, and, like, only two of us could go in. Okay. The other two had to, like, wait outside, and, uh. So yeah, they fucking, they hooked us up, everything was straight, but I mean, dude, it was fucking intimidating. Like, I didn't, like, cross our minds, like, that's who it was, till, like, and once we got out, and like, oh, shit. Uh, so yeah, we gotta meet the Hells Angels, and fucking <laughs> buy, buy herb off of them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, went back in there, man, and blazed, blazed, and blazed, and, uh, dude, it was cool, man. It would be like... Guys in business suits in their 40s, like, puffing a joint with, like, some, like, 18-year-old, like, uh, kid with a skateboard, and, like, it was just, like, everyone's chilling, dude. Didn't matter, man. It was just, like... Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compre con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. Place, man, like, 
be a like you're sitting down somewhere and like other people come sit down with you and fucking uh, smoke. It's not like because you know it's bars. Like, hey man, can I sit next to you? It's like, dude, get the fuck away from me, man! I'm gonna punch you in the neck. You don't back the fuck up, man. This is my party. Who the fuck are you? You know. But this is just like, hey man, like here, hit this fucking joint, man. Hit the hit this pipe. Yeah. And uh, it was cool. So. Uh, I had this idea. I want. I don't know. I want to open this. I wanted to open this place called. Uh, it was gonna be a bowling alley that you could smoke pot in, and I wanted to call it Smoke and Bowl, and uh, <laughs> just you'd bowl and then you'd fucking smoke. And then they had they had good food at this place at Blunt Brothers too, man. It was cool shit. Uh, but then one day this place, uh, it was like all. I think it was the same. Day or within the same week, the uh, there's this place called Super Torta in Oregon City. Um, it was a Mexican restaurant I used to always go to, and it burnt down. Uh -oh. And then, but the same day, Blunt Brothers and there's a seed company next to it, and there was the, like the marijuana reform parties place. They all had these like separate dumpster fires that were all started, like right behind their places on the same day. And so, like, all these places burned down, like, the same day, and then, but they've all since been rebuilt. Uh, but it was a fucking crazy, crazy day. I think that was, like, 2005 or 2000, something like that, 2006, Smoking bowl. Smoking bowl, man, yeah, fucking. Uh, Would it be, like, smoke and then, like, the, the letter, letter N yeah. with an apostrophe bowl, dude, and, uh. Yeah, man, that was that was my shit, dude. What about what about like uh, like how big would it be? Like how many lanes? Like what kind of food would you have? Like what kind of drinks would you have? Like oh man, well I was would it be like cosmic bowling every every like just all the time, or would it be like regular no, bowling? You can't have cosmic bowling all the time, dude. If I I worked in a bowling alley for a while, dude. If I had cosmic bowling all the time, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to take it, man. Like. You only do cosmic bowling so much. Okay. But uh I don't know man. You got you gotta switch up a little bit. Uh but I'd have I probably wouldn't want that many line lanes, because there's a lot of lanes. That's a lot of this fucking like there's a lot more upkeep in bowling alley than I fucking ever thought that there was, man. Like you have to do a lot of shit to a fucking bowling alley. Uh so it's not like as great of an idea as I want to now. And not a lot of people bowl out here in Portland, except for people who are, like, really into... I bring my glove. Yeah. I have my own ball. I have shoes. I, these shoes were expensive, man. They were fucking... And when I don't go to the bowling alley, I go to the pool hall and bring my cue and yeah. my glove. And... I keep them both in my trunk. Yeah. And I like to open my trunk a lot. Sure. Look, I have a pool cue and a bowling ball whole set. I, yeah, I have my own chalk. I have my own gloves for bowling and pool. They're separate gloves. See, and the other cool thing about, like, if, if weed was legal and regulated, like, they could do it at, like, movie theaters. Like, oh, yeah. Just yeah. imagine, like, I mean, the only, the only discrepancy, I think, might be, like, you're watching the movie and then there's, like, a cloud of smoke. Right, but I think most people who would be going there for that would be but dude, you used to be able to smoke in movie theaters. You used to be able to smoke cigarettes in movie theaters. Right. And like, up until 
I mean, like, when I was a kid, you could smoke in a movie theater. I don't know when that fucking officially changed, but I remember there being a place you could smoke. I, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, when I was really young, like, maybe, I want to say, like, the early 90s. I was born in 85, so maybe, like, 93, 94, Sherry's had smoking and non-smoking. Oh, dude, Sherry's, you could, you could smoke at Sherry's until, like, because we were, uh, like, 19... 18, 19, we're going to Sherry's and fucking smoking cigarettes. Because, um, but it probably wasn't much after that. It was maybe like 19 or 20, so it would have been like 2001 or so. You could smoke in fucking Sherry's. Really? Like, yeah. Because I know at least in 2000, because I was 18, and then they changed the law. Uh, you can't smoke in restaurants. And that was probably around then, maybe around 2001 or 2002, and then you could still do it in Washington for a little while, so we'd go and drive up to Vancouver and go to Sherry's or Denny's or whatever, and go just in there and, you know, smoke cigarettes and drink coffee and whatever else us fucking rebellious 18, 19 year olds like. Going against the green. Yeah, we're going to smoke cigarettes and drink coffee. Ah. And look at me now, man, Mm. drinking cigarettes smoking coffee, dude. <laughs> That's crazy, but you know that would be cool, like movie theaters, and then um, dude, sporting events like at the Rose Garden, like every time the fucking during the Blazer game, you could fucking smoke bowls during that too. Like every time they score a three pointer, everyone take a ball hit, like passing shit around, man. Well, and they they could have they could have it set up so it's like you know they have like the beer carts and the food carts like outside like they could have yeah, like at the Timbers games and shit right they could have like um you know even if it had to be like uh, a secluded area because you know like even if it had to be like outdoors because you're smoking weed and some people just it's not their thing yeah they could have like the little um alcoves where they where people are allowed to smoke and they could have like a you know like a cart a weed cart out there where, you know, you're like, someone's like loading the, you know, you're buying like five bucks or you're buying bong hit or whatever and like just hit that and then fucking go into the game and yeah, like uh, that would just be sick. It would just be way too sick. Like just super, super cool. Yeah. You got, I mean, you got to fucking do it different though, man. Like, uh, like, the crowd reaction, like, once you start getting... I mean, everyone's already high, but, like, you know, a little different with the high crowd than the drunk crowd. And, like, at a soccer game and stuff, it might be a little different. Like, a lot of people like to get drunk at soccer ga- like games. I guess at any sporting event. Not a lot of people... I mean, a lot of people get stoned at sporting events, too. But, I don't know, man. It's fucking weird place. These sporting events... I haven't been to any for a long time, man. I went to a Blazer game uh, March 1st. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Against who? Um, I think it was the Nuggets. Oh, dude. Nice, man. I I would tell you about... (laughs) Were there a lot of signs? When... No, but but, uh, when I went with my buddy a couple of years ago... We took signs, and um, 
he had a sign that said "Blaze the Nugs." Oh, dude! And I held up a sign that said "Yeah, dude." Dude, you want, you want to see it? Want to see something, man? Sure. About Blaze the Nuggets. Yeah, Blaze the Nug. This is this is my claim to fame right. for life. <laughs> You're riding that wave all the way in, dude. This this was I thought this was like the highlight of my life forever, dude. Um, so yeah, I figured out this was what I needed to do. Uh, I had a friend tell me he, this. I stole the idea from him. All right. But here, I'll I'll just show you this first. We gotta. Did you want to stop the podcast or talk through this? No, we can just talk okay. through this real quick. Shit. <laughs> Was that you? Yeah. It didn't look like you. It was me next to him. I'm, uh, like, oh, next to him? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, pause that shit. I'll pause it. Oh, shit. In the red? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, still, hold on. Right there. Like, my buddy said, uh, he's like, we're going to a game, man. He's like, I'm going to go to a game, like... Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go Blazer game, man. He's like, who are they playing? He's like, I don't know, man. I'll check. He's like, well, dude, it's uh, it's Denver. I'm like, oh my yeah. god. Okay, so let me tell you this story, man. My friend fucking, uh, he had this idea, man. He's like, I want to go to a Blazers game, and I want to when they play Denver, and then you know, have a sign that says Blaze the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna totally do that. He's like. So I told him, it's like, okay, dude, I'll go buy the fucking materials right now to go, like, I'll go buy the poster board and the shit, we'll make a sign. And so, uh, we went to the game, made a sign, and he's like, where are the tickets? He's like, dude, they're fucking sixth row behind the fucking Nuggets bench, dude. So, like, six, dude, so, like, we were right there, like, we were making all the fucking players crack up. This was, like, February 2006. Okay. Uh... Allegedly, we were the first people to do this, man. And then, so, like, the next year, though, man, like, there were no home games on TV at all of the Blazers playing Nuggets. Really? Yeah, which I think could have been maybe because, like, dude, that sign, there was a few times, dude, that sign went up, dude, and, uh, mm-hmm. but now it's, it's different, but, um, dude, it was wild, dude, uh. That was that was my fucking thing I wanted to do most ever in life, man. But I just remember a lot of the fucking team liking that. And then, because I think it was maybe around that same time, maybe... Because uh, there was a point where, like, all the Blazers were getting... Like, they were all um, uh, cannabis... Uh, consumers, mm-hmm. and they were all getting, like, the same bud that I was getting, and so, it was really fun, like, I'd get stoned, and then i watched the Blazer game, and I'd be like, okay, I'm sitting here, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm laying back in the chair, like, and then I see them fucking playing, and they're all like, <laughs> like, lazy, like, you know, just sort of. 
you know, flinging their arms around a little bit, just a little, like, dude, I'm just the same high as they are, you know, I'm like, they're not gonna win tonight, man, <laughs> so I was able to fucking make a lot of predictions on games by how high I was, they were all high, mm-hmm. they were all high, man, there was like a couple people I think that weren't, but, right. a lot of them were pretty high, man, that's the Blazers, man, right, that, yeah, I just, that would be so sick. And plus, like, you know how many people, like, how many people would would drink less or stop drinking if they could smoke in public or, you know, you could go to a Blazer game and, like, pay, you know, you pay five bucks or, I mean, it would probably be more expensive, pay, pay like, seven bucks and get, like, a huge yeah, just long like rip or whatever. like, a... One of the crap beers or some shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. same thing. Like, you have a crap beer, have a bong hit. You know? Yeah. I think that'd be pretty alright. I'd be alright with that, dude. I'd fucking do that and walk back and <clears throat> sit in my seat. Smoke a J at halftime. Yeah. Like, it's... everyone's taking a piss and shit. Yeah. And all like, fuck them, the little bomb hit. Yeah. Have a pack of red vines. Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> man. An $8 pack of red vines. Uh, I miss miss red vines, dude. Or you go to a freaking three D movie and freaking just puff tough during the whole thing. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Uh, I mean, it's gonna happen in the next few years, but well, maybe like ten. That that would be. You know, I think that you'd be able to do that. I don't know. I just wish that they need to get up on that like right away. Yeah, uh, I remember people saying they used to go to the laser light shows and at OMSI, and they'd say whenever the little cloud of smoke would come up, they'd smoke a bowl. I'm like, dude, you can't fucking do that, man. Like, it's gonna smell, man. Like, like no, dude, it'll be cool, man. It's just clouds of smoke. People just think, I'm like, no, it's not like that, man. You can't just go and smoke, dude. People think all clouds of smoke are the same. Yeah. And that's uh, why you get the vaporizer. Yeah, and you're, you're probably okay then. I had a dude fucking, it was one of the first times he got high, man. He fucking crawled under the seat, man, and grabbed my shoe at the laser light show and fucking threw it across the planetarium. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? And we go like, because there was like nobody in there, really. Uh, there was like, you know, like 15 people in there or some shit. So, uh, yeah, I had to go like, walk around and try to find my fucking shoe. You guys, uh, you guys by chance see a shoe come by here? Yeah. My asshole friend decided to fucking throw it across, man. Just for no reason. I'm like, okay, man. So, I gotta climb around, uh, some shit, but it was fun. I gotta exercise today. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't yesterday. I, like, it's weird. I get, like, if I don't, I don't know, like, I have to get, like, psyched up to do it. You know, I have to get, like, pumped up and... Um, I found this article where, uh, these guys, this guy interviews Antonio Cesaro. Yeah. And, like, I always, I always kind of reread that whenever I want to get, like, pumped up to work out, you know, because he's not, because, because the, the traditional thinking is that, like, if you're strong, you're going to be, like, big and bulky, you know? Like, if you're strong, you're going to be all puffed out, you're going to be all, like freaking looking like 
Batista or Mason Ryan or John Cena or any of that crap, but, you know, Antonio Cesaro, like, he's, like, super strong and he's not, like, super puffy. Right. You know, and, um, yeah, I just, reading about him is all motivating because, you know, he's always, he always, he just talks about, like, the importance of eating, eating good and taking accountability and working hard and having fun and, yeah, I just want to get, I want to just get, like, oh, I just want to be, like, fucking ripped and, like, super strong, you know? Well, I, I just, to, well, I'm, I'm starting to get back into it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just doing, I, I don't know, like, I do push-ups and sit-ups and ride my bike. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, man. Right. That's, I, that's I found I found this lady was selling P ninety X for like twenty bucks. Like the whole set for twenty bucks. And uh yeah, she hooked it up. So I've been doing that. But uh yeah. Whenever I'm like really sore then I'm just like Ugh You know, and then I'm like, I just wanna rest. Yeah, but that's when you gotta get out and fucking do it again. You gotta get the the built up, you know, the built up uh, acid or whatever it's called. The um, you know whatever's causing the soreness. That's how you get unsore is to do something active. Right. Uh, maybe I'll go to the golf range and hit a bucket of balls, and that'll wake me up. Or something. I don't know. Go swimming, man. Huh? Go swimming. Swimming? Where would I go swimming at? Um, I don't know. Go to the fucking... Yes. I don't know. The one I know of, uh, Clackamas. I'm gonna go out there. I go out there once in a while. To yeah. the North Clackamas Aquatic Park by the mall. Which... Clack, Clackamas, Clackamas Town Center? By Clackamas Town Center. Out there. There's like an indoor water park. There's mm -hmm. like a, a wave pool and, uh, water slides diving board and shit but diving board would be sick yeah. practice my front flips and, and my you know that oh man you have to pay more for all that stuff uh -oh. but if you want to pay you can only pay uh, like 375 and you get lap swims and sit in the hot tub or you can pay like it's like I don't know somewhere like 9 10 dollars or something for the to go do all the other stuff. And you gotta, like, do shit with a lot of kids. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of creepy fucking, mm -hmm. you know, being there without kids and, like, <laughs> wanting to, like, play in the wave pool and, like, go down the water slides and stuff, dude. It's, uh... I remember, uh, my buddy and I, because we had a place by, in, it was in Springfield. We grew up in Eugene, and, um, it was called, uh... I was like Willamette Swim Center or something, but everyone everyone called it the Wave Pool because it had, you know, a, yeah. it had a you know artificial wave producing machine, a long slide, then there was a lap swim and a diving board and all that. But we were talking, we we're like, oh, you wanna you wanna go to the Wave Pool for old times' sake? And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's. See. And we were like on the fence about it, and then we we're like, all right, let's go to the Wave Pool. So we go to the wave pool, it's me and him, we're like in our early, you know, early to mid-20s, 
mid-twenties, and we go there, and uh, it was just, like, it, it was just really, like, awkward. It, it was really uncomfortable, really quick. You know, you had, like, super busty, like, 14-year-olds, like, on the inner tubes, and, like, the waves are coming, and they're just like, and you're just like, I, I feel like I should not be looking at this. Yeah, that's when you gotta go into the lap pool and you just go in the lap pool and you hang out with the people that are like 75 yeah. and like, yeah. are like really good shape too, like better shape than you are. <laughs> and they're just sitting there fucking going back and forth and you hang out with them and you go in the hot tub. Hot tub's uh, usually right. I'm a big fan of hot tubs too. To, to sit and veg out. Yeah, I can fucking sit in a hot tub for a long time, man. I almost died in a hot tub one time. Yeah? Yeah. I I was inebriated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep. Damn. But luckily I had my head hanging out of the water. It was like... It was when I was in high school. And it was like... 3 or 4 in the afternoon. I got... Got done at like noon and started drinking and... Fell asleep. I woke up and I'm like, I don't know how long I was asleep for. But... A little while, I was definitely not there. I got up and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Just like in the middle of this like open complex, uh, like it was this big apartment complex and it's like one of the hot tubs like in the middle of it. And uh, yeah, just fucking laying there, the fucking drink <laughs> <laughs> next to me. That's funny. Yeah, man. Uh, before I was drinking, man, drank a little bit when I was that age, but. That was that age where you don't really know how to drink, but you're drinking. Yeah. And you just like... You just like pounded. I, I remember one time I was at Bur when I was working at Burger King, I was like 17 or... I was, no, I was like 18. Uh, right before I went to work at the deli, I was 18. And our manager was, was 21, so he'd always buy us our alcohol. And... Um, him and another coworker came over, and we were playing. We were playing uh, Nintendo sixty four, and he had brought a six pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade. And um, as soon as he got over there, I was just like, "Oh yeah, like sweet shit." So I just like I pound one, and then like in like I don't know, like another like fifteen minutes, like drink another one, and you know it's like seven o'clock in the evening. And, uh, I'm sitting there pounding these in my room, and, uh, I pound those, or I, I, I pound the first one and drink the second one, and pass out, like, on my bed, you know, it's like 7.30 in the evening, and I'm just, like, <sighs> sawing logs, and then, like, 20 minutes later, like, I wake up, and I go out into, like, the living room, and, like, my mom was like, so, uh... Like, you wake up or something? I'm like, what? And she was like, yeah, you were sawing logs earlier. I'm just like, what? Like, what do you mean? She was like, yeah, you were zonked out. I'm like, huh? Like, I thought I just, like, was chilling or whatever. But uh, those two drinks, like, just hit me really hard. But Done for. Yeah. And then I woke up and I was ready to keep going. But that was, that was crazy. That was weird. Crazy, weird experiences, you know, like, I don't know, weird times, weird.
weird fucking times, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I did I tell you I got that job at Providence? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I got another interview on Wednesday at OHSU for a different job. Oh shit. Nice man. Pretty excited about that. Yeah man, uh, it's pretty pretty right place man. Uh, um, what what part? Um, well it's the Marquam Hill, so it's the OHSU like the big the uh, one on the like, hill. Yeah, and um, I have to review what the job description is, but the job title is transportation aid. So. Um, there was there was another transportation job that I looked at, and um, I I think I'm just gonna be like I don't know I think I'm just gonna be like an assistant to like if there's I don't I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna be moving patients around the hospital or if I'm gonna be driving patients places or what but um, it would be really cool if I was moving patients around the hospital because then that would give me the opportunity to get familiar with the hospital and get my name out there and, and meet people and, and uh, network and then hopefully get a, a more uh, kind of like I don't know I just I want to get in you know my first goal is to get into a big hospital which I'm doing with with both places but then my next goal is to um, you know, get full time, get benefits, and then just work there until I finish nursing school, and then be a nurse at the, you know, well, work my way into the ER, and then it would be cool. I've, I've been applying to all the emergency room technician jobs, but they all want, they want all their ER techs to have the CNA2 certification, and I only have the CNA1. Gotcha. So, but I'm going to get my CNA2 certification this summer, and then hopefully I'll be able to get in as an ER tech, because that would be so sick. Like, oh my god, I've been shot, I'm going to die. <laughs> no, you won't. Don't worry. <laughs> Dude, I, can, I couldn't I can do that shit, man. Oh, man. Look, I want to freaking... Arms that are all fucking just twisted and busted in eight different places and skin like peeling off the face and hands crushed and like stab wounds. That's exciting. Yeah. Not, not for me, man. I'm cool about it, man. I'm glad you can do it, man. Cause that's like one of those things that I'm glad someone else can do it so I don't have to do it. Yeah. You know, and someone who enjoys doing it is even better, man. For me, who'd be trying to get the fuck out or however I could, man. Well, and it's like some some hospitals, like especially like the bigger ones, they'll do situations where it's like, you know, um, you'll get paid a certain amount just for being on call. Like you'll get paid like ten bucks an hour just for being on call, and then if you have to come in, you'll make like your, you know, your 40 bucks an hour or whatever, like, yeah. but, I mean, that's once you're a nurse, but, yeah, that would be sick. Be on call, yeah, but it's good to get paid at least for it, because be on call is fucking, uh, 
It'd be stressful. Well, I mean, you just, just have to know. You just don't go and get fucked up. Don't, right. you know, roll up a J and puff tough. Like, I mean, if you're sitting around playing video games or working on, you know, producing some music or, or you know, doing something around the house or whatever, like, yeah, doing something productive shit, you know? But, uh, yeah. yeah. It can come at a weird time. Huh? It can come at a weird time, though. It can also come right in the middle of your fucking productivity, dude. When you're just in the zone. When you're in the zone, dude. Yeah. I've had that happen. Oh, I've had, I've, dude, I, I've had, like, fuck you. I've had some times where it's like, the productivity just strikes. Like, I've, I used to, like, when I had my old laptop, I was, first started getting serious, the, this, it was probably like the second or third time I was really taking a swing at learning Fruity Loops, and uh, I had to work at like 7 in the morning, and I opened it up at like 9 o'clock in the evening, and I just got into this zone, I just got right into the zone, and I stayed up all night working on this one track, and um, I stayed up all night working on this one track, and then uh, ended up calling in sick in the morning because I, I I didn't sleep all night. But this track, uh, yeah, I still have it. I still have it today. But just oh, it's just so badass. It's just such a badass, and it's hard. It's it's crazy because sometimes you, sometimes you don't, uh, you know, you don't realize you're capable of that until. You enter this zone, and it's just like a, kind of like a train wreck, like, thing, like a magical, like, situation, and then at the end you're like, wow, that's what came out of it, you know? Yeah. And that's what I miss. I want to get my freaking, I need to get my laptop, and I need to get my desktop repaired, because they're both, the, the desktop is doing, like, the blue screen of death, and then the laptop, like, the... The screen has gone out, but uh, I have FL Studios on my desktop, and uh, yeah, I miss messing with that program. Yeah, man, it's fucking. Uh, it's hard, like when you, you don't have it, man. Like, like when I went to Idaho, dude, I didn't have any of my shit with me, and I got these ideas. I'm like, fuck it, I don't have my equipment with me. You know what am I gonna do? Yeah, and like, um. You know, now that I'm kind of like, now that they're having me do like, uh, we're doing like character develop and wrestling, like, I have, I have like three different songs that like, I really want to use for entrance music, yeah. but, um, two of the songs are from like European, like, uh, like British dubstep bands, so I... I mean, I don't know if I'd have to, like, download iTunes and then look for the song. You know, like, there's no... I'm not really sure how I would go about getting a hold of these tracks. And then the other one um, was from some of my... Oh, I should just play it. Can I play it? You want to hear it? Well, the thing is... Uh, I'd have to, like, write it in there. Because uh, it's on YouTube. So I can't, like... Be playing like tracks. 
Because right. I'd have to go enter it in or also like do this third party at the match a third party fucking thinks it goes and like seeks out it goes and scans through the whole fucking podcast and uh if it like it picks up on the songs and it like Oh uh, alright. I'll play it after then. Okay. It's a good fucking song. It's fucking oh, it just God it makes me want to get up and dance. And that's the fucking what you need then. That's the song you you yeah. should be having. And that's why I digress back to the FL Studios. I want to get my computer fixed so I can just create my own uh-huh. track. That's the way, man. Like, yeah, that's what happened with. I don't know. Uh, it's a lot better when you use your own shit, man. Like, and it's free, and it's your own fucking your own touch, man. And I could, it would, you know, and that just gives me ideas to um, expand and like do do entrance themes for other people. Uh-huh. You know, because if they're like, oh, I really like... Because, you know, like, they could be using whatever song they want, but uh, if you make your own beat form, you can give them a 30-second build and then some sort of a drop, and then, you know, depending on their character or what they want. I mean, that's... Yeah. That right there is exciting in itself, creating their own... Creating an entrance theme... For a different wrestler, you know, or you know, the whole locker room. Yeah, I mean that'd be fucking dope, dude. And you don't have to pay licenses; just have to pay you. Right. You know, that's a lot easier. I'm sure there's some people that are gonna be really want what they have. I'm sure it's gotta be at least one who wouldn't be able to fucking. It's like, eh, that's my fucking thing. I'm not going to change my fucking song, man. Right. But, you know, I bet a lot of people will be open to it. I think that'd be cool. You know, especially, yeah. Uh, just fucking see what they say. What if you use the whole angle, if you use the whole angle, like, what if you want to get out and what if you want to wrestle outside of DOA? Yeah. You know, you want to do other indie scenes, like, you're going to, what if someone else has the same track or a track by the same artist? Right. Or, you know... Uh, Kalen or Callan Wraith uses a, a paparazzi rendition of Lady Gaga's song. Like, what if someone else uses for the applause or a different? I mean, that's two songs by the same artist is pretty cheesy. You yeah, know? I mean, because you're gonna know right away that it's both Lady Gaga. Yeah, let's uh. Lady Gaga, you want to f- end it? Uh, I I would tap. Uh, well, it's just okay. I'd slip it in. Okay. Would you slip it in? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> where? So where do we start? Where are we starting? Where Where did this whole thing come from? We started out talking about something. Um. I mentioned fix, getting my computer fixed to do FL oh, Studios. Oh, no, the very beginning. The creation being in the zone. Um, what was before that? Pokemon and... That, that was way back. Um, we were talking about legalizing weed and smoking in, in, and then the OMSI and the laser shows. Um... Okay, 
we'll see. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Hooray for, for memory. <laughs> that's all I can say. Enjoy that shit, kids. Uh, Creep Portland Weird. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker.